Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, February 19, 2024. My name is Matt. I hope you had a great weekend. And if you could, please do me a favor. Like, subscribe, share, and leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. I have a little bit of a rant this morning. And I don't know if you guys watch this YouTuber. His name is Lewis Rossman. He is an advocate for rights repair. He's an advocate against. He is an advocate against company or corporate fuckery to try to engineer controlled obsolescence into their machines and to make you buy their new stuff all the time. Here, I have to go through this little story, so bear with me. I bought a new MacBook Pro probably around I don't know eight months ago, and it's a MacBook Pro M2 Max. Uh, I use it for video editing. It cost me about $4,500. It has one terabyte of SSD storage. Here's the thing. I shoot multiple angle 4K videos quite often. And one terabyte is just not enough for the multiple angles to start editing within the machine. So I have an external hard drive, which solves the problem, but it's slower. You have to be way more organized. It's just inconvenient. I wish I had two terabytes at least. Maybe should have opted for the four terabyte model. The fact is, is that you're not allowed to upgrade these machines anymore. So $4,500, the SSD storage is soldered into the machine. And if you want to upgrade, basically get a new one or just deal with it. And Lewis, he really goes at it against these uh, companies that are trying these practices. There's no reason to solder this thing in there besides forcing you to upgrade if you need to. Uh, There's no reason for some kind of subscription services that doesn't make it easy for you to unsubscribe even digital movies nowadays. Uh, if the terms of their services change and you bought a movie, they might take it out of your library because, well, you don't own the rights. You actually are perpetually leasing those rights. And so even though this MacBook is a great machine, I am very disappointed that I can't upgrade this, that it's a $4,500 machine that I'm pretty much stuck with. And I, I don't like that feeling. I also have an iPhone XS Max. It's a six-year-old phone, and I went to upgrade it to a 15 Pro Max, I think I told you this, it cost me 1500 bucks. all said and done, 512 gigs, $1,500 for a new phone. And so I'm on this whole quest of trying to find either used or refurbished 
or repairable items going forward with my electronics at the very least, because there's no reason that we're getting stuck in this. And I think that this is just part of my crypto mentality of what I think freedom and the market should be, because this should be a market where we're allowed to buy, sell, trade, fix, repair, and, and turn these computers and these machines into Frankenstein monsters if we want to, because we purchased them. We did with our money. And so on Amazon, there's a refurbished store. I don't know if you know that. Of course, we're talking about Amazon, which is a, a multi-trillion dollar company itself. But actually about 1.1, 1.8. Anyway, they have a refurbished store and I found iPhones there for, you know, I think a pretty good price. It's not 1500 bucks. My mom was rocking a seven and I just got her the product Red 12 for around $350 plus tax or about maybe 386 And I just ordered a 12 Pro Max for $500 with 512 gigs. And when it gets here and I set it up, I'm going to let you know how it is because we need to find different options of buying and selling and trading and upgrading our electronics. So we are just not spending $1,200 every couple years on new products. And I'm very disappointed in Apple, to be honest with you. Their products are getting so ridiculously expensive. Uh, they're really locking you into their, in air quotes, ecosystem, their iCloud and, and everything that they have, their iMessage. And it's really starting to get annoying. It's really starting to get annoying. Plus, not only their innovation has been stagnant. I don't care what you say about the Vision Pro. It's unreachable and expense for most people. Their software, in my opinion, isn't even as good as it was. It's coming out way glitchier. It's not getting as refined. And I think there's a festering or growing problem within Apple, but also all of electronics, all of our media, things that we consume. I'll report back to you to see how these phones are. And if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that I can do or places I can look for more repairable things or refurbished items that I can buy so I don't have to buy new things anymore, please let me know. Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. Let's get into today's news. Enough of me rambling. Saw this tweet the other day, and I thought this was very, very interesting. There is 1.37 million Bitcoin left to mine over the next 116 years. ETFs are smashing 10,000 Bitcoin a day. That's only 137 days of current purchasing rates to eat at the 116 years worth of production. Having is in 63 days. 450 new coins are minted per day. However, some miners aren't just selling their newly mint coins, they're buying more coins using fiat reserves. So what does that mean? Incoming supply shock inevitable and FOMO from high net worth individuals, family offices, company treasuries, pension funds, state treasuries, nation states, billionaires, sovereign and sovereign wealth funds. Are you really selling at 52K? They ask. Obviously, this is not financial advice, but it is an interesting question. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My boy, Jameson Lop, tweeted this the other day. Word is on Wall Street that is generally a minimum of three-month delay for financial advisors to get approval to invest new products, often longer. So we might not see the real Bitcoin ETF boomer inflows until Q3. Meaning, and I just want to define that, is that we're already seeing that the purchasing of Bitcoin is over the minting of Bitcoin by like 12 to 14x. So there's already going to be a supply demand shock. And what Jameson's saying, Wall Street doesn't give the permission to financial advisors to purchase or invest in these new products for about three months, maybe even longer. So are we going to see the inflow of this boomer money, of this pension, these trusts come in in a later date than we were expecting? I was talking to my boy, Paul McNeil, the crypto curator, just the other day, and we have come to the consensus that maybe these all-time high, I guess, fantasy numbers that people are throwing out are maybe even low. The Scaramucci $200,000 Bitcoin could be low. The $363,000 ARK Invest Kathy Wood number might be low. Well, people are getting a little bit nervous because the news has dropped that the United States bankruptcy judge has granted bankrupt crypto lender Genesis permission to sell $1.6 billion of grayscale Bitcoin trust shares. There are at least $1.4 billion worth of selling coming from GBTC based on the Genesis bankruptcy and the situation with Gemini. But we don't know how much they already sold, if they sold any. My prediction is I don't think this is going to be a problem because we already saw Grayscale selling a lot of Bitcoin and the Bitcoin ETF absorbed all of that. This is why we're at $52,000 Bitcoin today. We'll get into prices in a little bit. However, I do want to point out that James Seifert, he says and he predicts that he doesn't expect the Bitcoin buying, the buying of Bitcoin, iBitcoin trust shares to continue like this for the rest of the year. He also says, but at the same time, if you asked me a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't have expected the inflows to be as strong as they have been. And so James looks like he's been surprised. So maybe we should take that as, hey, this should slow down. It's just initial hype. But we thought that too. And things didn't pan out the way we thought. Also, if Jameson Lop is correct, and then it takes a couple quarters for the minion financial advisors to get their abilities unlocked so they can tell their guys to ape into uh, Bitcoin ETFs, this can make a massive, massive crunch, maybe short term. We're going to see a little bit of downward pressure because of that $1.6 billion Bitcoin going back into the market. However, we have been seeing the inflows way, way handle anything thrown at us thus far. I saw a tweet from Coin Bureau the other day, and he said that AI cryptos have been rallying recently. And then a headline from Decrypt came out and said Sam Altman's WorldCoin has surged 40% since the open AI launch of Sora. And WorldCoin is currently trading at $7.44, up around 40% on the day and about 185% in the past week. And tokens linked to artificial intelligence projects are also performing well in the recent days. We're seeing AI coins up over 11% over the past day, 40% in the week. And some things are standing out, like SingularityNet is up 92% in the past week. Fintech.ai up 48% in the past week. And Ocean Protocol up 681 I find this interesting because the WorldCoin is a proxy to Sam Altman, which is a proxy to OpenAI. And so this is just bullying based off of Sora and OpenAI and ChatGPT. 
no relations. So I would be careful about the fundamentals of what Royal is actually doing. Obviously, not financial advice. Um, but then again, you have these AI companies in the periphery. First of all, there's going to be a market for everything. If you can't trade a stock that is going to, or a company, or an idea that is not going to be traded publicly, there will be a market for it, especially now that we have crypto. And that's what crypto helps you do, is create a market for these different things. And yeah, that's a little degen, is to make a crypto that's not tied to the company, but based off of these different ideas. Super degen, no fundamentals, no relation to companies. However, Markets want to exist and people want to find good ideas and invest in it and make money off of it. This is the facts of the market. And so I really find this interesting. And I also find it interesting that somebody emailed me about a year ago when I said that AI cryptos are going to be the next bull. Previously, it was ICOs. Then you had doggy meme coins and NFTs, DeFi coins. And now I said last year or even longer that AI coins are going to be the next bull. I got an email from one of you listeners, and I can't remember who it was because I couldn't find it in my email box, but I did say it on the podcast, and I said, mark my words, AI cryptos is going to be the next thing. Somebody really dogged me. They're like, you don't know what you're talking about. What is an AI crypto? Ha, ha, ha. This is an AI crypto. And finally today, before we get into the crypto prices, airdrops are all around us. Money raining from the skies. Let's just talk about some of them. First, there's Skynet. It's going to be the next huge airdrop coming from Ethereum. Starknet is a layer two scaling network. And it will kick off its Stark airdrop on February 20th with nearly 1.3 million wallets eligible for the drop. Next, we have Blast. And Blast is the upcoming Ethereum layer two scaling network from the founders of the NFT marketplace Blur. But fellow DGENs have staked around $1.8 billion in the hopes of getting airdrops from them. But they're just not doing this blindly. Blur has already airdropped several hundred million dollars worth of Blur tokens to users, so why wouldn't they do that with this product? Wormhole is a bridge between Ethereum and Solana. They're going to be dropping their W token. Tensor is Solana's new leading NFT marketplace, and they've been hinting at an airdrop for months. And so people are trading on this platform to hopefully make sure that they get rewarded with an airdrop. And Pixels is going to be launching an airdrop on February 19th to about 28,000 wallets. 20 million pixel to the Ronin network users will be dropped. There are more airdrops in the article, in the link, in the show notes. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.35 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greed is at, what is it at? It's at 75 greedy. We have Bitcoin sitting at fifty two thousand two hundred and thirty one dollars, up 0.7% in twenty-four, almost six percent in seven. And we're at fifty-two thousand dollar Bitcoin. When do you think we're gonna hit a new all-time high? Let me know. Matt at dailycryptonews.net. And when do you think we're gonna hit a hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin? Or if we're gonna hit a hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin, I placed a bet on WooBits. My bet is around September. Let's see if I'm correct. Ethereum's at $2,910, up 3.6% in 24, 14.5 in 7. Tellers number 3, Binance is at 354, up 0.3% in 24, or 10.4% in 7. And Solana is at 114.35, up around 2% in 24. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, which is at a good buying price, by the way, not financial advice, at 39.84, down 1.2%. 
And Dogecoin is sitting at number 10 spot at 8.6 cents. Seriously, a, seriously a stable coin. Are we actually going to see Dogecoin hit all-time highs? I don't know about that unless Elon incorporates it into Twitter. Again, I will not bet on that. The total market cap is just shy of $1 trillion. It's at $1.99 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 51.7 and an ETH dominance of 17.7. That was our show today. My name is Matt. I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, happy hodling, everyone. 